Gotta love Wednesdays when you get all the Noodlebergs in the screen. Gotta love it. Uh, Always nice to join you guys. Shay doing a week with his family in town, but they brought the rain, bro. So yeah, there's a couple people visiting. Like shout out to Dylan Combs who's visiting here in South Florida. Also decided to bring the rain with them down here to South Florida. Last night was an interesting night for me. I had to go to. First of all, I was supposed to have. I had plans with Andy Hill. To go have a drink. We were going to catch up. We hadn't spent bro time in a long time. Hadn't spent buddy time in a long time. So we picked this little dive bar um, up in Deerfield. I get there. We sit down. I order a beer. And phone rings. It's Gabby. I'm like, oh, boy. What's happening? I answer. Right? We got a, we got a, we had a dog emergency. Of course, Julian was eating dinner. He was eating a corn on the cob. He dropped the corn on the cob oh, on the yeah. ground. And Lou inhaled it like it was like she was a vacuum. Oh, no. And if you know anything about dogs and anything they're not supposed to eat, corn on the cob is a big one because it can cause all kinds of problems internally for them. So I had to come home, get the dog, go to the vet ER, sat in the vet ER while they gave her all the medicines to get it out of her system and uh, help her stabilize after that. And so it was an adapt, adjust, and overcome last night. Wow. Only, only you, bro. Only you, bro. Only you. Right. Only you. Um, all good, though, baby. You roll with it. You roll with everything, it. Everything is okay? Everything is fine. Everything. Everybody got back to normal. Everybody survived the situation. And, uh, you know, just one of those things. You never know what life is going to throw at you. You can only control the way you respond to it. Couple of shout outs this morning. Horses are in the most expensive place on earth. Fact. Like I, I texted Jake. I was like, it's going to cost me a mortgage, mortgage, uh, mortgage payment to come here to get them to help oh. with this. You know? uh, I don't get it. But uh, all right. Just, uh, a couple of shout outs. Zach Corliss is here. Uh, welcome to the GOTV family. He is uh, now part of the academy, which we're thrilled to have him on board. Nathan Connor is back here. Uh, looking to get 1% better every day. Uh, good morning, good morning, good morning. A couple of things I want to start with. Um, first of all, for those of you who um, I want to remind you about FroPro, right? I love it. Oh, you I got, got your snack I got yeah. my delivery. Um, the packaging is great. It says, um, eat our bar, raise yours. Great, great tagline. And then I ordered the sampler. Nice. So I, I've got 12 bars or nine bars. Or what I, flavors came in your sampler pack? Did you get so to pick them? Pretty cool. No. Toasted okay. mellow, chocolate, sweet coconut, birthday cake, PB&J, my favorite, chocolate chip, uh, banana crunch, vanilla cream, coffee bean, tropical dream, and mint chocolate. Oh, so that's, I think that's every flavor. I think you hit every flavor that they offer in that sample. Awesome. So I got that going for me. I love it. I'm eating it. It's great. I feel great. Um, I am in unbelievable shape. 
really getting close to maybe the best shape I've ever been in. We'll talk more about that today because we're going to grill uh, Mr. Noodleberg about some uh, health questions, some training questions. Um, but speaking of grilled, it's National Grilled Cheese Day. So we've had fun with this in the past about how you eat your grilled cheese, what kind of cheese, what kind of bread. So for those of you looking for, I have nothing to post today. Bang. There's your. If you don't like grilled cheese dipped in tomato soup, I don't know that I can trust you. It's just like one of those things. Like today, you don't like a peanut butter and jelly. I'm out on you. If you don't like a grilled cheese dipped in tomato soup, like have you ever really lived? Have you ever really experienced so, you know, it's crazy. I mean, we have Lexi is talking about bowel instruct, uh, obstruction in the huddle. So the huddle ranges topics from. <laughs> That's right. So this is like there's a whole conversation of people going on, like not understanding how bad corn on the cob is for a dog. It's actually a deadly thing that they I had no idea. I would have no I idea. That. No, but none I, of us I, did. No I'm clue. sitting at the bar with Andy, and Andy starts Googling, and he's like, oh, this is serious. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. You're like, back in hospital. I was like, is she good? And you're right. like, will be. I was like, all right. Right. Exactly. I'm oblivious to it all. Um, I'm glad it all worked out. I want to revisit topic from yesterday. Got tremendous feedback about teamwork. Um, I posted, did a video on it. A lot of other people posted comments and thoughts but today, uh, Mark Noodleberg, boom, home run. <laughs> um, look at this picture. Um, the, and I want you, if you can, unpack what your post was about. My, so my question was pointing the finger back at yourself and asking the question, what kind of teammate am I? Am I? Because I think when we talk about teamwork, and we talked a lot about it yesterday, we talked about what other people are supposed to be doing, what leaders are supposed to do in order to be able to cultivate it. But ultimately, when you talk about the individual responsibility, the responsibility you have to the team is what kind of teammate are you? Are you the glue or are you the scissors? Do you bring the team together or do you separate the team? Like, are you pointing the finger at other people? Or are you reaching a hand out with an open palm to say, I'm here to help? So like a lot of people bitch and complain about the situation they're in. But when you ask them what they're doing to fix that situation or make the situation better, they're actually a part of the problem. So unless you are actively doing something to create the teamwork and be the right kind of teammate, I think it's a wasted conversation. Hence the I because you cannot win without the eye. So great, great stuff. Great, uh, great, great post. Shay, wake us up so we can get into some of this great content today. everybody rolling in this morning so um you have a friend a guy that was a colleague of yours that you coached with eric corum yep 
Eric posts some amazing content, super let me, smart. Let me give a shout out to Eric. He is the founder and CEO of a company called AIM7, which is a app that uses right now your Apple wearable. So your Apple watch, they don't really work with all the other wearables. But if you wear an Apple watch, they essentially do what Whoop does for you and offer you insights into how to get better, how to use the data that the watch is giving you in order to help you get better every day. I'm a part of their test cohort right now. And uh, it's a very good app. It's very, it's a very cool both? thing that he's created. You have, you have both? Yeah, my watch died this morning, so I don't have them on right now. But I'm wearing them pretty consistently in order to be able to help him. He's got, He's got no wearables. Right, you're going with no data. You're I would scared. be honestly, I'd be scared to see your data, anyways. So it's <laughs> we will talk about it. But Eric posted an interview, um, and the interview was based on one question: What sets you apart? Shay, show me the video, please. What is it that sets you apart? What is your legacy going to be? When I was a college basketball coach, and I'd go see you play, by the time I got to your high school or JUCO game, I, I knew you could play. But here's what I watched. I'd watch which person were you when you came out for warm-ups. And when you came out, did you say hi to the administrator that was on duty? Did you treat your teammates well? Did you communicate with your team? How did you carry yourself? If you made a bonehead play in the court and you came out of the game, how did you carry yourself? Did you walk to the end of the bench and sulk? When your coach was yelling at you or talking to you, regardless of which it was, did you make eye contact? What was your body language? Those were the things that were going to sell me on you. What are the little things? And if you think in terms of business world, like you know the people that you love to be around, the people that you love to be with are the ones, there's just something about them. Like they just do something different than everybody else. And they don't brag about it. They don't showboat about it. It's just who they are. And it's connected to how you view them. Um, Jake to comment, um, because Jake, my, my first, my, my first thought of process is we put way too much importance on developing skills at a young age, rather than the intangibles or the, like what I, there was, no one was teaching me that if I didn't play football or have a football coach in my life, where was I supposed to get that teaching? Yes. It's supposed to come from the parents, but they're not instilling that in school. They're not pushing people to be resilient to have the confidence, the other things, the intangibles that lead you to be successful far beyond what you're actually good at. Instead, they hand you a textbook and it's like, all right, you're bad at history. Then, all right, you're bad at history now. Makes you feel bad. It doesn't actually teach you anything that will be useful in your life unless you go down that path. So that would be my first kind of takeaway from it. Love it. Love it. Uh, Mr. Mark? Yeah, I, I agree. I think, you know, the 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 idea of who you're recruiting or what you're trying to bring on to the team if you're only looking at skill sets, and I've had this conversation a lot recently with our clients walking into either evaluation settings of their team members or possible new add-ons, the questions that you're asking, if you're asking all tactical skill set questions, you have no idea the kind of person you're bringing on to the team. And so if you ask questions around and the thing he talked about is there was just something about them, the people you love to be around, the people is something about them. That's something is that it's not about them. It's about the team. Those people are invested in the people around them. They make the people around them feel good. So sure, they have an energy about themselves, but they care about the way they affect others. And that's the thing. 
So if you're looking to build a team, asking questions around how you operate in a team setting, how you communicate in a team setting, how you handle adversity in a team setting, that's going to give you insight into, because it's nice to be a coach and to be able to go to a game and watch somebody in real time react to those things. That was the best part about being in athletics was the eye in the sky was a real thing. I got to go watch people. In the business world, you don't get to go show up to somebody else's office and evaluate the way they operate within their team. So you have to find another way to get that visibility. The best So I called it throughout my career, I, and it was easy to spot the it factor. They right. just had it. Right. You, know, you didn't have to describe it. It was a, a force that you said, mm, you know, and, you know, I'm, I'm working with Bank United on networking skills online and offline. And I tell them, I said, you know, you can tell who those people are. And if you search them out without an ask. Right. And just be in their orbit, good things happen. So it's uh, fa- fabulous uh, stuff by Eric. I know he's doing some great stuff. I did not know that you were part of his um, cohort. So congratulations for that. That's yes. Awesome. So, the, so like, I know that Nancy had asked, what was the name of the app? It's aim seven there. You can't just download it and enroll right now. They're still in the beta of the app. Development. He's a special guy. So, so wait a minute, <laughs> wait a minute. I will tell you, Mark, it'd be great to introduce Nancy to Eric because Nancy's fitness maybe, guru, she's maybe deep. we can get Eric on uh, the Huddle Eric would be a great huddler in the hot seat. Oh, he would be great. Yeah, Eric would be awesome. so well, have, on the list. We have an unbelievable lineup coming up. We got Jerry Latrento. We got Henry Paisano. We'll be yep. on on his stories of Italy. So I want to switch switch gears. I'm going to take advantage of having um, Jake Noodleberg on the show, and we're going to talk. I'm going to ask him some questions. I want you to say true or false and then give us the background. Okay. Can you out-train your oh, diet? We're, oh, we're not going to motivation. Yeah, I thought we were going to do Wait, some music. Ah, you you want to do the music? Let's find yeah, it. Let's find it. Let's find <laughs> it the, okay. Follow the notes. Some music follow the notes. <laughs> we all got those days when the troubles were facing so close to breaking us down. Things will get better, it won't last forever. We stand here together, doing it all for love. When times get tough and we've had enough, we won't give up. Doing it all for love. Sometimes love is all we've got. We won't give up. Doing it all for love. When I'm next to you, then I got all I need. All we got. I love it. Isn't that a good song? Yeah, fantastic. I don't find these. I you just search. do some research. You do rabbit hole, bro. Right. I do rabbit hole. You do rabbit hole. Like, like you buy it, just keep clicking. <laughs> I I do it. I enjoy the research. Number one, I recognize when I find it, 
and then I get to share it with everybody and get that kind of response. So um, it's 8.13 already. We're not going to have a lot of time. So I'm already prefacing this that, Jake, if you want to come back tomorrow, I'd love to see huddlers send in their questions for you to ask. But I, here's my first question to you. Can you out-train your diet? Depends on uh, – so this – like all of these are not one way or the other, I think. You know, I think there's multiple ways that you approach fitness – that you can go about it. If you talk to people my age, yes, you can out train your diet because our metabolism is very fast. And if you like the athletes I were around, like I watched players eat Big Macs before practice and then go out and do things that I, I could never do in my entire life. But for the normal human being, no, and it feeds each other. So when you're working out and you're eating bad, you're directly doing the opposite, right? So dad, when you, and you're a great case study, when you eat right, what are you like the next morning in the like? What are you like the next morning on in the gym? Fire. On fire! On fire! You're like, give me more, and and then when you eat like shit, you come in, you're lethargic, you're you know, ah, I don't want to do this. It fucks with your mentality, fucks with your body, your joints, your muscles. It doesn't feed it, so no. That to me is like, can you out train your diet to just keep fat off your body or to like stay in shape? Sure. But ultimately, how good do you want to be, right? Like, if you're, if you're focused on the mindset, if you're focused on the recovery, if it's about more than just the scale, you can't out-train a bad diet. You can't – that the diet is the thing that is the center point for all of that. So I will say, though, but working out feeds the desire for better food. Sure. Like, the way that you <laughs> operate – yeah. Yeah. Listen – Eddie, I, and you're a beast on the row machine, so I'm not going to, like, you're an anomaly. Dad is an anomaly. Dad's at 63 or, you know, what are you, 62? Sorry, I, I messed yeah, up your guys' age. I'm 62. 62. I mean, you're doing workouts that I'm doing. Like, you're doing the same lifts that I'm doing, the same workouts, maybe a little slower now, just throw you a little, you know, jab that I'm better, but it's okay. And, uh, but no, of course, only kidding. But seriously, like, it's, but you want to eat better. And the little habits that you create, it, your body fuels it. It wants fuel in order to do the things that you want it to do. And if you're working out, it'll then yearn for more better food in order to, for it to be fuel. So I want to share this from a real, from my perspective. There's so many people pumping diets, uh, fast, keto, uh, you know, all of the shit that's out there. And basically, you simplified it for me and said, drink a lot of water, eat a lot of protein and vegetable. <laughs> eat as much protein as you want. And you know what? My favorite is that Arnold newsletter. Yes. It is debunking all of the crap. You know, uh, don't work out every day. Bullshit. Move. Right. <laughs> all of these things. So diet and, and Eric Ross, um, you know, coming to us from Jacksonville. It, for me, it's diet first. Diet makes your workout better um, because yeah. you can work out. And, and Jake was, was saying to me, you know, we live together and he said, your diet choices, you might as well not even work out. Right. What's the point? He goes, You're, now, like I've had a couple of very, very clean days and my body is getting chiseled in a way that I thought it was not possible. Not, right. by, not by not eating. You know, it's about eating the right things, about fueling your body. Because most people, like, look, yes, you have to be in a calorie deficit if you want to lose weight fast. That is the fastest way in order to drop the pounds. But your body will give out if you do not feed it. 
It is a machine. Your car will not run if it doesn't have gas. Look and so the, the thinking is, well, I worked out really hard. Now, if I don't eat a lot, I'll be fine and I'll lose weight. You're going to be lethargic. You're going to be tired. You're not going to be able to operate. So it you crushes can't. your recovery. And like, crushes I think your recovery, right? I didn't, I think that was, I think that's the newest information for me was, and like Brian, yeah, Brian Poison. asked about alcohol. Get it out, get it's it out of your, the worst thing you worst can thing put for in you. your body. Like so Arnold says, every day. Arnold posts and he says three drinks a week. Correct. Yeah, correct. Uh, I was yeah. three drinks a night. <laughs> and, and, well, and you're better off actually doing the three drinks in one night than having one drink on three different nights because of the way it affects your sleep. And then that affects your recovery. And then that affects the way you feel the next day and how you go about doing things. So like, to me, two things that are just like, you, you got to stay away from it. It's alcohol and it's sugar. Mostly because of the way it affects your mindset and the way it affects the brain and the way the body actually functions. If you can go well, like, here's what's interesting. Out, yeah. Um, Anything, you know, white flour, um, no good. Sure, you can get way into it. But this to me, again, is like fucking simplify it. I'm not trying to be an Olympic athlete. Like, I don't care. I'm okay eating some bread once or twice a week or three times a week. I just know that if I'm going to eat bread, I should eat it in my workout window. When should I eat it? I should eat it in time. Hold on one second. Yeah, Um, the the carbs question. Carbs question. Where is my carbs question? Um, if you have trouble getting out of bed in the morning, adding carbs to your breakfast is a good thing. That, yes, thousand cool. percent. Cool. High in protein at night, and do, don't do the carbs at night because then it would right. just sit there, and your digestive system will go to war all it's night. Full and you spikes won't sleep your insulin. Well. Right. Carbs Correct. become sugar. Sugar Can't spikes your asleep, insulin. Right. Changes the way that you sleep, so then you feel shitty in the morning, and wow. it's super hard. I so. would love to talk to Andy about the ring. Because yeah. that's the, I don't know anybody who has the ring. Right. I would love to know the data that I, they're getting. I get tagged that. with, you know, on their targeting marketing 24 But it's the same but. with Whoop, right? Like it's, and this is what we know now because we've been studying the data and because we have it. Jake, how long have we been on Whoop? A couple uh, years now? I'm two years. I'm over two years now. Right. So I'm I'm two years in on this right. of watching what happens when I eat sugar, what happens when I drink alcohol, what happens when I have a high carb diet. And for any for 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 the one thing that it really does is it affects the recovery. Forget about weight, forget about energy, it affects the recovery. And if I have poor recovery, I cannot sustain the workload that I'm trying to sustain. So for me, it's all about how do I get the best recovery possible so that I can sustain my effort and output on a daily basis. So two things. Shay, give me overtime. Shay's asleep. (laughs) And we'll go to overtime. Hold on, guys, guys. Does anyone know what Shay's doing right now? It's got to be shown. Got to be shown. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, Chanel makes her whole appearance. Come on, I had to show that. Family show, baby. Okay, so here's the last topic for today. And I am saying, Jake, will you come back tomorrow? First of all, I'll yes, fine. I'm Shout out to Laura Sherwin. Yeah, Laura Sherwin. We got to right. do it because we talked to Casey about how cold he's doing it. And I haven't right. done that in years. 
and we got to do that. Some real cool. Doing it on a daily basis. It's awesome. um, Well, actually, Matt Williams is going to come down. He has a portable cold plunge, which would be really, really cool. So this is another one. Bang, bang, bang. HRV drop. I have no idea what to do to fix that. When it like is like you're way high, I go. Ah, okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. Much getting temperature. This is so good. Um, I love this. So the last topic I want to talk about is stretching. Shay, show me what real stretching oh. looks like. Oh. Ships on bigger of the way. Scam. Unreal. That's insanity. I'm, I'm never getting there. I want to do that. <laughs> I'm never, ever so getting there. I can tell you this. Um, for me, the... How about new? <laughs> I love it. I love um, it. But talk to me about the benefits of stretching. Mobility. I mean, yeah. it's, it's, it's it mobility. It all feeds. It all right. feeds the same goal. You can't so move your muscles. The chiropractor. As it- well, so what I love was the chiropractor uh, analogy for this, right? And they always refer to it as a hose. And if there's a kink in the hose, then your blood can't flow through. Blood is the thing that carries all of the recover, all of the you know antibodies and you know toxins to and from the muscles. So if you are tight, if you are kinked, if you are knotted. You got absolutely no shot at getting what you need to and from the different muscle parts. So like that's that's another thing I didn't know growing up was you need to be working on not only your strength and the ability to put on mass and lift stronger, but also your range of motion, the mobility inside of, of that strength. And so like that video is a ridiculous example of mobility and what the body's capable of doing Tell me you hit it right i mean that dude sold it so if you can't if you can't touch if you can't touch your toes though that's a major problem like so, you've got major hamstrings lower back can't even see hamstrings. my toes you know most people can't even see their toes so <laughs> I, know, I know for me um you know i i was diagnosed with the hate the hate <laughs> anarchy oh, i love it i love uh, this, it this is what the hell's going on out here i love it <laughs> okay great stuff um, gentlemen this is a great topic uh jake come back tomorrow i've got more questions but huddlers send us your questions ahead anyway, we'll touch on the workout window tomorrow as well we'll put we'll make sure that's in the topic because i know i didn't get a chance to answer for you so send us your questions Tomorrow's whole show will be question and answer with the uh, the fitness team. One of the questions has to be Jim Barrett says the NTs out there. If you do not know what an NT is, we will discuss it tomorrow. I do not know what an NT is. We'll discuss it tomorrow. Do you know what an NT is, Jake? I have no idea. Let's get down to business. Like we'll the fact, Jake, Thursday. Thank you, right. see you tomorrow, folks. Tomorrow, please don't worry about me. I'm about to let my heart speak My friends keep telling me to leave this So let's get down, let's get down to business Let's get down, let's get down to business